Hey everybody, this is episode 17 of Not a Rocking Chair Librarian, and this is Zoe Midler, Digital Literacy Specialist for BVSD. We're going to be doing something a little different today. I'm sitting here with Ming Scheid, who is my colleague on the EdTech team. Ming is an Educational Technology Specialist. Why don't you say, hey, Ming. Hello. (laughs) Um, And we're going to be talking today about podcasting. Um, Ming and I recently were talking about maybe writing a blog post about podcasting, and we thought, that was kind of ironic. So why don't we do a podcast about podcasting? Uh, we're going to do a little bit of a mashup where we'll have a lot of companion resources on a blog. And this actually, we're going to take this podcast and embed it in the blog too. So we thought we'd just have a conversation about our, our journeys to podcasting and some of the benefits we see of podcasting, both maybe for us um, from a professional development standpoint and also um, from a teaching perspective and maybe also from the student perspective. So right. Ming, I'm going to ask you, how did you start your podcasting journey? Um, so I think initially podcasting wasn't really my thing because I'm a very visual learner and so um, kind of switching to that auditory mode was really difficult for me um, until I ended up having a commute. And so all of a sudden I was spending a lot of time in the car. Um, How much time were you spending? I'm curious. So my drive is about 35 minutes one way. Mm-hmm. So kind of looking for different ways to spend that time. Um, so I kind of started with um, audiobooks and listening to it that way. And then I felt like a lot of other people were always saying, oh, do you listen to this podcast? Do you listen to this podcast? Um, so the one that actually kind of got me hooked was Serial, which mm-hmm. I was like, five years late to but like once I started I could not get enough I was listening to it in the car I would lay in bed listening to it I was going to the gym listening to it because I couldn't get enough and it was kind of wild for me to have that experience of of switching to that auditory mode and and having it be still so entertaining and engaging which was a new thing for me so when I heard that Zoe had her own podcast, I was like, oh my gosh, that's so great. I bet our kids would love to make their own podcasts or, um, you know, teachers could have another place to go get learning from or to create their own as well. So it's, I think it's interesting you went from audiobooks to serial because serial is like a book, right? It's episodic. Right. It's right. got chapters. So that was probably right. a really easy kind of nice transition to make. It wasn't sort of like out of the blue. You were like, you know, right. tuning into episodes of a television show that weren't I mean I don't know it just seems like there's symmetry there and it and it kind of maybe I didn't have a good enough understanding of what a podcast was but I didn't realize it could have like you know that story that makes you want to keep listening because you didn't know what was going to happen next and sometimes there's music and then there's different people being different characters being added in and it was it was just um yeah, super engaging. Yeah, it's sensory beyond just hearing, I think, in right. some ways. I, I can't explain it, you know, right. but I listened to Serial too, and it was like, oh, she would call the guy in prison, and I would hear that right. conversation. It was like, wow, it was really there. That was very, like, right. on the spot, on the moment kind of thing. And then, like, I got so into it that I would Google the story because I wanted to know what <laughs> happened yeah. and, like, what's going on still. And so it kind of inspired that, I don't know, need to know more, and it mm-hmm. was... Yeah, I got really connected to it. Mm -hmm. So now I can listen to different podcasts. Like um, I get my news from there a lot. Um, I listen to Skimmed from the Couch. That's one of my favorites. Um, And then I like other educational ones as well because it's just a good way to – dual use my time in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel like you can keep up sometimes that way, too. Exactly. Just with all the changes that are happening in EDU and stuff, it's a really great way to do it, yeah. For sure, yeah. 
What about you? Um, my podcasting journey started many, many years ago with um, Real Time uh, with Bill Maher on HBO. I didn't have HBO, but I really liked, I used to watch Bill Maher back in the day. I'm not going to say how long ago that was because that's going to date me. But I didn't have HBO and I wanted to, and I found out, I was going to the gym and I wasn't really somebody who could listen to music. My mind would kind of wander in these weird ways. And so um, I saw that uh, the Bill Maher show on HBO was turned into a podcast every week for free. So I was able to download it mm-hmm. and I would listen to it and it was great because it was politics and you know people talking and it was like a round table and I would I would find myself responding, you know, getting involved in the conversation and it was kind of embarrassing because people would be like, why, why is she talking to herself or who is she talking to as I'm like on the treadmill or something like that. Um, so that's how it started and then from there I really got into, I got into all the NPR stuff like um, uh, This American Life, mm-hmm. Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, Ask Me Another and of course Serial was mm-hmm. a really big one. My husband came and said, you've got to listen to Serial and I'm like, okay, I'll listen to Serial. So um, that was, those were all how I got started and then I started to think about, um, uh, the whole aspect of the citizen journalism piece of it. Mm-hmm. And back in the day, I took like some classes on GarageBand and stuff, but I always thought that was great, but just seemed hard for me. There was lots of stuff, like different tracks, and you can edit it. And I, I thought, oh, I'll never be able to do this. Kind of like time-consuming, too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't want to think about it so hard. I just want to do what we're doing now. I want right. to have a conversation, and I don't want to worry about, you know, music coming in and out. I mean, I'll get there eventually, just right. not right now. <laughs> um, so uh, I also got into a lot of, there's a, a couple, like there's one called Political Gab Fest, which I really like, and I started listening to that, and I thought, Wow, I'd like to be able to do this. And then about um, a few months ago, my colleague, Denise Von Minden, shared with me a podcast she did using this tool called Anchor FM. And she said, it's really easy. And she showed me how to do it. And you you know put it on your phone, and then you just do what we're doing right now. I just hit record, right. and we go. Uh, so it was really simple to do. And I just knew also... Um, I have to be honest, I'm a little tired of blogging. It's right. daunting. You, it's almost like, you know, those really old cliche movies where the, the author sits down in front of the typewriter and they're staring at that blank, blank piece of paper and they're freaking out. And I sometimes get like, I'm like, I don't know how to always get it started, but if I can talk, right, it's easier. And kind of like verbally process it almost. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I have been known to do a lot of verbal processing <laughs> as I am right now. Me too. <laughs> so, I think I noticed too, um, like the blog, the cult of pedagogy she now puts her podcast at the top of every blog so she's reaching both of those audiences do you right. want to listen to this or do you want to read it so I think just having that variety is nice right too. and I and I think what's happened is even me even in my own blog reading I'm very selective I only have time for a couple right but I can shoot in and out of podcasts kind of easily and podcasts typically aren't long um, and I can do it while I'm doing other things like I t- like we've, we've talked about right. so I I really appreciated that so um, I I also just like that when I'm listening, my uh, my idea generation is um, better. Like you know, I'm I'm when they're talking or about something, I'm like thinking, oh, I could do that, and uh, you know, I'll stop and I'll open up my notes and I'll put some ideas in there, not while I'm driving. Right. Um, but so a lot of that. So I'm doing a lot. It, to me, it's just a really great way to get my my brain going. Um, and also, it's kind of a brain break, too, right? Like, right. you know, um, it just lets me kind of tune into very specific things. No pun intended. So anyway, that's how I got started, um, and I've been loving it. And I've been really liking, like I said, that on-the-spot stuff. So for all these mobile maker kits we've been putting out there, mm-hmm. asking all of these people to sit down and write their experience is very difficult. Right. They don't have time, but they have more than enough time when they're returning it to spend 15 minutes with me talking about you know, what they learned from the kits and everything. So that was just, it was just a, a, a great 
moment in time where these things intersected and it just became a really um it just was a real purposeful thing to do with with anchor and i like how candid you can be right like mm-hmm. you can ask questions on the fly you can follow up with things that maybe um they didn't express that they wouldn't have expressed if they were doing it in writing kind of a thing yeah um because it feels more natural to just have a conversation about Mm -hmm. it and that's kind of the benefit of a of a podcast is it's that's very authentic that to me is the best thing like you know they're talking about something and they'll say they don't think it's important and they kind of gloss over it and you're like oh let's wait a minute let's back that up that's that I want to draw that out a little bit more and you get that when you do the interview kind of thing right that's really that's the beauty of it I think and I think there's nothing better than listening to a podcast and somebody says something and you're like yes I agree (laughs) like that's exactly what I was talking about yeah so I love that um it kind of lends itself to that more than maybe a blog might and there is that voice element right like you know when when you hear someone when you hear the author read their book you know you're getting their voice and you're getting the the what do I want to say the highlight or the the most important thing comes across and when you're interviewing somebody in a podcast especially you know like those mobile maker kit things you could really get the excitement like you really heard what what oh I had this epiphany and you hear mm-hmm. that in their voice so it's that it's that kind of oracy and all that stuff comes into play right And I think that's what's great for our kids, too, is that we're giving them this opportunity to be that voice where they often don't get that opportunity. We're always telling them to write it down, post it, tell me your thoughts, write Mm -hmm. your reflection. And some kids just don't learn that way. And so this offers them that opportunity to, um, you know, have and speak and show their learning in that different way. But like as opposed to video, they also... Um, don't have to be on camera because that can make kids uncomfortable as well. Right. Um, so. And you don't need, I mean, I think with video too, sometimes there's a lot of like, you have to have the script and you have to have the storyboards and that's great. Right. And that makes sense for that medium sometimes. But I mean, even us going into this podcast, we just have a couple of notes to remind right. ourselves to keep on track so we don't go off and talk about exactly. something completely different. And I, so it's, it, it's a very authentic thing, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think um, I, I had like this epiphany when I had my kids start making videos, which now I think, you know, could kind of go over into the podcast side where it was so fascinating to learn and just listen what they thought their understanding was. Like I thought I had taught them A, but really they had already gone on to B and C. And I would have never known that if I didn't give them that platform to talk. Right. Those connect the dot moments that we we didn't see coming. Right. They give to us. Yeah, I agree. Or even maybe they didn't even get to A, but I wouldn't have known that. They're like halfway there. So this is what I need to do my next day and my instruction to help it. Well, we talk a lot about, you know, demonstrating mastery in a lot of different ways. And I think podcasting should be one of the ways that you could, you know, absolutely yes, do this. And and also just those conversational skills, I think are really important and being able to listen, mm-hmm. not to just respond, but right. listen to process and, and engage in the conversation, I yeah. think is really important. Because I think we get so, so focused on how we want to respond to the other person that we just stop listening mm-hmm. to them because we're like, oh, wait, what, this is what else I have to say. So it's really training kids to have that conversation piece, like you're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm, I agree. All right. So we said we would talk about benefits. Yes. So I'm going to let you take the first few that we talked about. Yeah. I feel like we've actually mm-hmm. already kind of talked about a couple of benefits, you know, definitely that, that passive learning that we can be listening while doing other things. Like I listen when I'm driving or at late, you know, you said at the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it just gives, extends that learning time to, um, 
another an opportunity you wouldn't otherwise have. Mm-hmm. I think we also talk a lot about um, easy accessibility. So sometimes if I'm making a video, I think I have to have like the lights and the green screen and the mm-hmm. uh, camera equipment. And I love that you. I was literally watching her turn this on, and she was like okay, open my app, hit, hit record. Okay, we're going. I was like, oh, we're going. Okay. So it, it's as easy as that. And yeah. I think that's great because um, sometimes, you know, we hear teachers say, I don't, I don't have what I need to be able to do that, but really they do with podcasting. Right. And as long as we don't put any, I mean, it, it, it doesn't have to be perfect. It right. is a conversation. Conversations typically aren't perfect. It, it's just a back and forth and mm-hmm. you've got to be okay with that. Right. So yeah, I think accessibility is a really big deal. Yeah. Um, Did you have other... I was trying to think. If yeah. I, well, I know back in the day, I had to download everything. You don't have to download anymore. You can stream them. Yeah. So it's not like it has to take up a lot of room on your device. And that's so funny you say that because I actually like downloading because I don't have unlimited data. So <laughs> I like the benefit of being able to download it and not worry right. about that. So, awesome. yeah, it's good that you can have that versatility. Um, I think we talked about um, the verbal processing, but um, we talked about the anonymity. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm trying to think of situations where, you know, we kind of do Flipgrid right now, but that's mm-hmm. not so anonymous because your picture's on there. But you could right. do something where people, you could just collect voices and you didn't have to have an identity Absolutely, associated with yeah. it. So I think that is a really kind of a cool thing. Um, I talked about brain breaks and... Um, we do hear a lot about screen exhaustion, so this is a way not to yeah. have screen exhaustion. <laughs> I feel like this was one when we were doing some research for different podcasts that you know we thought would be beneficial to listen to. One of them was a child meditation yep. podcast, and it was so cool because it was a way to turn off the screen to get the kids to refocus again and just focus on like their breathing and things like that. And when I think back to the brain breaks that I was doing in class, it was always to like run around and be loud and get your energy out but that doesn't that's not a break for all kids right exactly and so like this this uh calming podcast what a great way to allow some kids to kind of recharge their batteries in a different way I thought that was super cool when you showed it to me it was really close it's called peace out right yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. peace out and can you imagine like setting up a station in the back of the room for kids who don't want to do jumping jacks or do stretches and just say you know take a few minutes go plug in the headphones and just you know chill out for a while listen to this and come back when you're a little bit recharged right I mean you know we differentiate for learning and we and that's a part of the process so Mm -hmm. I think it's really it's really cool to be able to have something like that right um and knowing that you're using technology in a way that doesn't involve, you know, it's always a game. It's always bright yeah. lights and, you know, it's always a video. So it's nice to have that different technology benefit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I, we were talking just before we started, too, like, you know, this is a way for students um, and for teachers who do this as well to, to model that conversational style you mm-hmm. know um, there is an etiquette so there's a dance that happens when you do this and I think it's right. important that they understand what that's like and and again develop that skill to respond based on re- processing not just to respond to respond mm-hmm. which we do, you know a lot of us do all the time um, and the other thing I was going to say too is that um, uh, when I'm I find more often than not the, and maybe it's because of the podcast I listen to, I'm engaging in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's literally like my dad who used to speak, you know, yell back at the television screen. Yep. <laughs> but I'm in the car and I am responding to things and I'm, and I'm saying no, or, you know, and I'm, I feel like I'm a part of the panel. I mean, it's a, it's a really, um, 
it's a really inclusive experience depending, I guess, on the podcast that you listen right. to. Um, I listened to one called You Must Remember This, which is strictly just a woman who does amazing research mm-hmm. um, on old Hollywood okay. and current Hollywood too a little bit. But um, she does amazing research and like she did a whole thing on McCarthyism. Mm-hmm. And to me, that wasn't something where I was yelling back, but I was you know, definitely just taking it in and appreciating all the research that was right. done in that process. And I think that's the great part is that you can find podcasts that are so focused in on things that maybe you wouldn't listen to otherwise or maybe you wouldn't pick up a book about but after you finish listening to it, you're like oh my gosh that was actually super interesting like I had I had no idea I was even interested in learning about that so I love that um, it just encourages that kind of mindset of like always learning yeah always I want to go find out more like you said exactly. you would go on you went online to learn more about the thing that you know about yeah. cereal cereal you was I wanted on. to know <laughs> Well, that's a great segue into talking about um, how you can get started. Yes. Um, So in our blog, we have a bunch of resources, Mm -hmm. um, everything from how to get started to research on the benefits of auditory learning and processing. Uh, We have podcast recommendations, tools that both students and teachers could use, and actually just some podcasts that you can start with that we kind of called through and curated. Um, And again, like I said, this is kind of a mashup of podcasts, but go back to the blog so you can get to the direct links on some of the resources that we put together for you. And I think definitely, I mean, the adult ones are always cool, but the ones that were meant for students especially, I thought were super cool. Um, So make sure you guys check those out because I think, you know, Oftentimes we think about our professional learning and how we can use it, but the kids can use it too as a really powerful tool. So yeah, and I, and and they are more conversational than we think. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I especially think of the really little dudes. Like you know, when you give them a chance to talk on a video or you give them a chance to do the flip grid stuff. I mean, I just always find that they um, they you know give them a platform and they'll definitely talk, and that's always revealing. I think so. Yeah, for sure. Okay, all right. Well, this has been awesome, um, and we're going to. Um, take episode 17 and embed it into the blog so um, uh, hopefully you guys will see it in the context of all of that and thanks Ming this has been really fun yeah thanks for having me (laughs) okay